0: I know all the I know all the gossip, but as I recall, none of it was particularly useful. No, <laughs> it was all no. it was all boring gossip. So, we're, uh, Megan, we're heading towards the flats.
1: Was Calm down, Megan. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, easy there. <laughs> I don't. Yeah.
2: Cool. My old stump. My old stomping grounds. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I thought you'd be more excited. <laughs> like, well, it's because I don't know anything about them, really, except for, like, that's where I'm from, and that's where my gunslinger master is, so uh, I don't have cool knowledge to share. So
0: uh, Ertelbeed has a daughter who's there named Dana, who is, like, a... a Oh, and I won't say anymore. Never mind. Woke up in a lucid dream. Now we're hunting for the shards. We might be an oddball team, but at least we've got no bugs.
3: Hey everyone, this is Pedro, the GM and creator of Worldwalkers. In our last episode, the group had learned that the Shard of Stardust had been purchased by an artifact hunter named Claiborne. Not only that, but she was leaving on an airship shortly. Racing through the city of Fallas. the group managed to get through the port just in time to see Claiborne take to the sky. Undeterred, Ertlebee decided to break the GM's plans in half by turning into a mouse and flying a goddamn Raven-familiar up to the airship. She attempted to pass herself off as a time traveler, and when that didn't work, she fell to the ground in pretend pain, trying to win over the crew with her old lady needs. Meanwhile, the rest of the group teamed up with an eccentric airship named the Gambler, using its private steam copters to take off and board Claiborne's airship. We joined the group as they prepare to board the airship, which holds their beloved grandmother and the next shard of stardust.
4: Yeah, Megan, my 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 helicopter like took it's like they weren't on.
3: No, it just takes time. They can't start the propellers next to the airship, so they have to go into a free fall and then start
4: the engines. Everyone's turned on except mine, and I was just like sitting next to this guy. I'm just like, this is how I, I, I died. I was turned
5: on. You were just fat.
4: <laughs> well, the, he was uh, heavy, yeah,
3: because he was. They they they're not built for forged. It didn't happen for Tin, because Tin was built for flight.
2: Oh, oh, she's light. Oh, right? Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. <funny>. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know so much about my character.
3: All right, so we're going to start with the group, uh, not Ertlebee. I mean, you can start with Ertleby if you want to, but... Group first. Okay, I was going to say, I don't know what you'd be doing.
1: <laughs> I'm all alone. Takes off her shoes. I'm all, <laughs> all by asleep. myself.
0: I can. Oh, wait, she can heat metal. I did equip that last <laughs> time. Um, so maybe she starts a small fire? Anarchy! <laughs> <laughs> like oh,
1: man. If we can she's have considering
0: starting again. a small fire. Um, she's long since known that she. Uh, She could someday heat metal.
3: With the whirling gyros and scraping of gears filling your ears as you ride your skycopters upward, you begin to approach the Falcon. Beautiful polished wood makes up the base of the ship, which is carried by an enormous single balloon. Wrapped around the balloon are mechanical lacings that feed into a series of propellers towards the back, while giant sails come off the back end of both the balloon and the ship like a fish's tail, giving it a finer degree of control in the air than you think the gambler has. And... you rise up and then how do you want to do this like do you guys want to figure out are you trying to get in from underneath you're going to jump in off the deck like on top of the deck like how do you want to
4: approach the falcon i mean is, what are there are there entrances at the bottom of the falcon like that we can like glide into or how big there is than...
3: a loading bay you could try to break into but you'd have to bring the cop the steam copter up to the side and then try to break in
4: Oh, that actually sounds because we don't want to attract attention until we absolutely have to.
5: But we are five copters whoop 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 whooping towards like, the ship. How- <laughs> I don't. I don't think we can exactly be subtle about it. Yeah. So I would. I would just have like um the group approach and Vasa would like make an effort to wave so that it's like a visibly friendly uh, gesture as they approach.
3: Oh, onto the deck. Yeah, That's pretty much. Smart. Yes. As you approach, one of the dwarves uh, mentions to Vasa um, says, you know, we're just dropping you off, right? After this, we're going.
5: Vasa goes, well, actually, she leans over the side, throws up a little bit, and then she leans back <laughs> up. She wipes her mouth she's like, yeah, I figured. I'm not going to miss this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, they bring you in. You do your best efforts. In fact, let's do a charisma check. Who wants to be the face
4: of the group? Um, uh, I guess you Rasha? can all do. It. We can do a group charisma check. Yeah. All right.
5: Group charisma check.
4: Group charisma check.
1: Oh God! Oh God! Did you find the shine brimstone?
5: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got a four. Vasa got a twenty-three. Oh, For all that she is airsick um,
4: and hungover. over. <laughs> so it's like the rest
3: of you are coming in, you're just barely holding on. Your, your ships are just like. Just struggling to the air. Vasa comes down on a ray of light. <laughs> <laughs> it's
5: like the clouds, the clouds break part. open and there's like a beam of light as
2: she approaches and she's just like waving like several serenely. of the crew members
3: turn religious on the spot there's no religion <laughs> on the world and now uh...
2: she's like the birth of venus right now She's just like uh, and it's, 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 the, it's because she's far away that she looks so
5: serene and composed but as she gets closer it's like the morning after you see her face <laughs>
3: It's a reminder of last night's tab.
5: But but Uh, it's too late. It's too late. It's already near.
3: So, uh, yeah, the crew looks unsteady, uh, unsure of your approach, because most of you are not selling yourselves appropriately. There's only one person who just has way too much charm and grace, which makes them feel uneasy, uh, even more so than before. Uh, but the steam copters do their best to get you as low to the decks as possible before they kind of just tip over, and they are giving you a chance to jump out, but pretty soon they'll do the job for you.
5: Boss is going to make a jump.
3: All right. No need to roll if you're jumping out. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyone else Brum- tumbling yeah, out? Yeah,
1: Brumblestone jumps out. All right. As yeah. heroically as possible. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Can I try and do like a Pocahontas Swan dive off
1: of this? Yeah, make an acrobatics check.
2: Oh, damn! <laughs> okay.
1: I want oh, to land see. superhero style myself. With, uh, <laughs> One knee. <laughs> One
3: knee and hand. <laughs> Give me a strength check, Wesley. We'll see how uh, a- <laughs> athletics. We'll see how you nail it.
2: Um, it's a twenty-two.
3: <laughs> nice. So oh, yeah, go ahead and describe it.
2: Pocahontas Swan dive. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, and you land with a grace uh, that surprises them given the fact that you're forged and they did not expect you to um, feather your way down there waiting for more of a clunk. Um, how are you doing yeah. over there, Brumblestone?
1: I got a 20.
3: Nice. So, yeah, Brumblestone lands with a rock-hard thud and then slowly brings himself up.
1: In my imagination, it's uh, Brumblestone remembers the beauty of... Of the woman he saw earlier, slicks back his hair. <laughs> <laughs> he was this little dresser. <laughs>
4: anyone else uh, going for any kind uh, of style? You're just jumping uh, uh, out. Roberto is too scared to jump. <laughs> He's
2: like, "I hey, he this the <laughs> thing tries to shake him <laughs> off." Keep, We're
1: gonna crash.
3: <laughs> no, the copter just kind of pours you out. Like, and as as it gets like about halfway there, um, you you see him flip a couple switches, and then your safety harness fires off. And it just
4: pours <laughs> you out I grab for it as fast as I can I struggle, I'm just like clawing at it Like a cat at a, a scratching post As I slowly, slowly fall
3: Yeah, you actually bring the copter down uh, And you're just about ready to like Touch the deck with your feet And then you let it go And it just <laughs> Flies off
1: Smooth as always, Roberto
4: Thanks, bro.
3: So after you've all made your entrances, uh, you're surrounded by the crew of the Falcon along with uh, Captain Gideon and uh, also Claiborne, who's there as well. And she has her arms folded. She has an eyebrow raised trying to assess what the hell's going on. And Captain Gideon looks at all of you, and he says, Are you friends of the senile old woman?
5: Vasa. Um, well, first she takes a moment. Like she's not, she's not rushing to compose herself. She's like, a, <laughs> and then she draws in a big breath and she goes towards Captain. She's like, oh, Captain, thank goodness, our dear grandmother, who is so, she has lost her mind and she ran away from us and she was babbling about something. We saw her get into the ship. Have you seen her? The poor old lady, so near and dear to our heart. She might be in danger to herself. <sighs>
3: There's a lot more going on than your simple grandmother going crazy and finding her way thousands and thousands of feet in the air.
5: Well, I never said we took we kept a very good eye on her, but she is our poor grandmother. Please return her to us. We is, are so sorry for but any trouble she She's the
3: grandmother she of all of you.
5: Well, just me. Yeah. But these like are in
2: spirit.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Spirit. Yeah. And Claiborne looks and is <laughs> like, Captain. It's clear they're an adventuring group, and they're probably here for what I have with me. Like, can we not pretend this time? Can we just... I paid good money for passage on your ship. And he looks at you guys, and he says, do you have a way of going back?
5: Vasa looks over his shoulder. (laughs) Are they they nearby?
3: Nope. (laughs) Well... You can buy passage on this ship just like everyone else had to, uh, twenty gold apiece, or we're gonna lock you up.
2: Can I work for passage? Yeah. What can you do? I can help lift things. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Me too. Do you know anything about engineering?
2: I mean, he's looking I'm basically at Brumblestone when he says it. A-
3: he's not even talking to you anymore.
2: Oh, Ralph, rude. <laughs>
0: Fake it! Fake it, Bremelstone!
1: Uh, am I a dwarf? <laughs> 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 All
3: right, head on down to Engineering. And then he nods to one of the crew members to take you down there.
1: Uh, I'm gonna need one of my Forged Companions here, just to reach the high stuff.
3: All right, and he points to 10. You can lift, right?
1: Yup! <laughs> <laughs> this is the best Ocean's Eleven's
3: we've <laughs> ever. <laughs> 20 gold, the rest of you.
1: What if we don't have 20 gold,
4: sir?
3: Then you're gonna get I... locked up.
4: Okay, that sounds fun. I took my hands out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Several of the crew are confused and they just they walk you down there.
4: So cheap that
2: you'd be willing to get
3: locked up. To- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, before they put you in the cell, uh, they are going to take all your stuff. Oh. What about my cat? When they find Can the I- cat, they're kind of like, like they're taking your stuff. They're they're taking your weapons and all that, and they go like, "Aww." <laughs> they're Aww.
4: momentarily uh, warmed up by the cat. <laughs> um, I I humbly ask for my cat. And they
3: look at each other, and one of them's like, you're an adventurer, right? Uh, yes, I guess. He probably, probably. trained the cat. Don't give it to him. And they they take your cat and walk away.
4: <laughs> it's like a two inches high. <laughs> What's wrong with it's you guys?
1: probably another druid. <laughs> Her
3: husband's on the deck. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, back to Vasa.
5: Lassa's like, well, she, she drops it straight. She's like, well, I can cook. I can sweep. I can. She kind of like rolls her neck around as if she's trying to think of things. Yeah, I can do stuff.
3: All right. 20 Real gold. Helpful.
5: No, no, no. I can do stuff. 20 gold. 15 gold.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he just looked at me he's like 20 gold or you get locked up with, the, uh, with your friend.
5: 13 gold and I help with manual labor.
3: 20 gold or you get locked up with the death machine.
5: Captain, 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 for all your looks, you have no charm. And then she very miffedly passes over 20 gold.
3: And so he walks away. The crew disperses. The only one there just stone-faced and unflinching and hasn't moved yet is (laughs) Clayborne, arms folded, just studying you.
5: Who's there with me? Nobody, right? No, I'm everyone's fucking... left. It's just you
3: and Clayborne now. <laughs> okay,
5: um, <laughs> real quick, what do I see from passive perception? Like I'm not even trying to look in her direction. I'm just trying to see what I can catch at a glance.
3: Oh, um, with passive perce- perception. I guess the only thing you would notice is uh, on the left side of the ship, you see a collection of crates. They're bolted down and they have heavy locks on them.
5: Mm-hmm. But what do I, like, if I were to just size uh, Claiborne up really quickly, what oh, would I sorry. perceive Oh, sorry, I thought you were her? looking
3: not at her, sorry. Like, uh, I'm trying,
5: I'm, like, side-eyeing her, like, making it not too as obvious that I'm studying her.
3: So the, one of the first things that catches your eye is the fact that as she kind of moves or shifts her weight, you can see it looks like some kind of reptilian scales on the inside of the cloak. Cool. <gasps> That's the first thing you would notice. The second thing you would notice is that, uh, her boots are kind of, like, kind of an obnoxious green with, like, little stripes of uh, lime green on the sides. Uh-huh. Um, and then you would also uh, notice that she has a—well, uh, this is pretty easy. You would notice that she has both a short bow and a scimitar on her back.
5: Yeah, so Vasa would sort of, like—she would make a show of, like, inspecting the, uh, the the ship, and then she would look back to Claiborne and would sort of, like, just— throw open her arms, and, like, a really happy. It's like, ah, so, from one adventure to another, you want to go get a drink or something? Because I'm pretty sure I threw up everything I drank last night.
3: I just want to know what's going on.
5: And Vaso goes, I understand. And despite what you may think, she is my grandmother, and she is senile, and we did not want to come up here. But we are here now, and we might as well enjoy ourselves, right? Let's go see what uh, Mr. Greedy Guts captain has in his, in his uh... For
3: the meals hall, yeah? Let's
5: yeah, go eat something. You might as well, I guess. Yeah, let's
3: go. Let's go. <clears throat> she kind of shifts <laughs> her weight again and then uh, follows you.
5: Well, I would follow March, her. Yeah, I'm she going. would lead the yeah. way.
3: Actually, so let's go back to uh, Bramblestone and Tin, who have been led to the engineering room. They open the doors, and there are huge gears. There are uh, a number of engines on both the left and the right side, like you have a narrow kind of walkway you can go down. It's taking a tremendous amount of mechanical power to keep the balloon afloat and to run everything else that's on the ship. And uh, as you guys walk in, one of the other dwarves comes up to you, kind of whitish hair with little bits of blonde that have survived the uh, war against age. And he walks up to you, huge thick leather gloves, shakes your hand, and then looks you up and down and he says, uh, Where are you from?
1: Oh, here and there. Uh, I'm actually going back to the plains. The flats. Right, right. As (laughs) as everyone else calls them, but we call them plains. (laughs) playing <laughs> 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 what can I hope with who
3: do you work with like what's your brotherhood
1: uh, Greg <laughs> <laughs>
3: looks at the crewman and the crewman's like, not my problem anymore. Pat you on the back and just walks away. He says, "What? what's that thing doing down
1: here?
2: Uh, excuse me, thing. Uh,
1: that thing is a friend I'm... and you will uh, respect her or you'll learn about the brotherhood of Greg and how hard we hit.
3: <laughs> He's truly perplexed at this. And he says, well, she doesn't know anything. Why is she
1: down here? She knows more than you ever will.
2: Yeah! <laughs> I'm, like, just behind him, like... <laughs> oh, I'm she- a type squad.
3: And he... He says, do you mind if I, uh... talk to my new friend here for a second? And he pulls Rumblestone away from you, ten.
1: Uh, anything you have to say to me, you say in front of her.
3: And he says, what's the deal... Are you a doppelganger?
1: Uh, no, just an adventurer who's uh, maybe a little out of his depth. Just let me sweep. I needed to save the money.
3: And, Tim, you would know why he's asking that. So where you come from, um, your kingdom of Kadim, they created two different types of weapons for the war. The first was your kind, the Forged, right? Just huge machines of death that were supposed to utterly wipe out and destroy everything in their path. The other things they created were magical slaves called doppelgangers that they would use to shapeshift and infiltrate every area of every kingdom they could get into but he's he's just looking at you and he's like if you're a dwarf and you don't know how to work down here you're not a dwarf unless you've got an explanation I'm going to treat you like a doppelganger like one of those things the fact that you come down here with her is that better her yeah, that's a like good he's looking start at Tim when he says that he's like is that better her
2: uh, yes that is my preferred pronoun thank you very much <laughs>
3: is the fact that you're working with her when you, if you were a dwarf, you would know that only dwarves know how to operate the machinery here. The fact that you're willing to bring her down here makes me question if you're even a dwarf.
2: I was going to say, uh, Tin is kind of fed up with this at this point. So, I think she's going to step in and kind of use her, try and like, a little bit, like, stand over this, this dwarf and just say, you know, at this point, it doesn't matter why we're down here. Your, uh, uh, your commander has led us here, and, uh, show us where we need to help work.
3: You gonna do an intimidation check, then? Yeah. We'll try.
1: <laughs> can, can I help? Like...
3: Uh, yeah, what are you saying, uh, to add to the,
4: uh, the role? He's just gonna get up on her shoulders. Yeah.
1: Like flare, flare, like, what? make yourself what? appeal, appeal here bigger. Just, no, it's the, uh, silent, real cross arms. <laughs> make a charisma
3: check, and see, usually you can just aid another, but with, when you're just relying purely off of your flex and your charisma, you're gonna have to make a check. I mean,
1: yeah, he already doesn't believe me. <laughs> I got, I got a ten.
3: That's good enough, yep. It's, that's competent yes. enough to aid uh 10 so 10 you now get advantage
2: ah oh, shit son I don't need to roll again cause I got a nat 20 which is a 23 wow
1: he's just like wild <laughs> <loud> space <laughs>
3: You don't know if it's because he saw that you're a gunslinger or the fact that you're uh, several feet above him and imposing, whatever it was. He takes a few steps back. He's like, just, just, yeah, sweep or whatever. Just stay out of our way.
2: Can I make, like, a fake, like, uh, Like, uh, as I walk away?
3: You, you can, yeah. yeah. son.
2: no, I, I, I'll just kind of just glare
1: at him. He just kind of gets out of your way. It's like, everyone else get back to work. Brumblestone would say, that's what I thought. And he would take a room and then begin sweeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! You have dust rags I can wipe. <laughs> Don't make me bleach.
2: Since <laughs> yeah. just in the corner, like, picking stuff up and, like, moving it and just putting it right down next to.
3: He's <laughs> just shifting things around.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: I would cut over to uh, either Ertleby or Roborto, but you're both uh, serving time. So I hope you understand that I'm going to go over to Vasa. Yeah. (laughs) So you guys find yourself at the serving area of the Falcon. Um, it's actually pretty nice. It, it's more of a, a restaurant on the ship. Uh, the gambler, from what you were able to tell from it, wasn't really equipped to serve, whereas the Falcon looks like it tries to entertain guests. So uh, it's a pretty respectable establishment. You're able to get a seat at the bar. There's no one else in there. And after you order a couple of drinks, uh, Claiborne pays. Uh, she says, okay, so...
5: That makes Vasa smile real wide and clap her on the shoulder.
3: <laughs> she uh, looks a little awkward when you do it, like as in... Like she's just not used to human contact, maybe? Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: Uh, and a little bit of her like toughness fades for a second. Yeah. And then she says, okay, so please just tell me what's going on. Your friend claims that she's me from the future. Uh she <laughs> claims that uh, radioactive waste turns me into a druid, I guess, and that I'll eventually go insane. But the only thing I remember is coming back in time uh, and trying to get uh, uh, an artist's artifact from me in the past, which I don't know how time travel works, but it seems like if she took it, then it wouldn't work because then I never had it and she wouldn't grow old and then... I mean, so as, I know I'm entertaining all this. I don't believe her. She's crazy. But even if I did, I, I, I'm trying to put it together.
5: So, Vasa, as she's receiving her drinks, she looks like she livens up a little bit. And as she's listening to Claiborne describe the story, she just, like, she just laughs. She, she clearly laughs in amusement at this. And she goes, ah, oh, that, that is my grandmother. And she kind of laughs a little more. And then she... Launches into this story that's loosely based off of um, like a like an encounter. Like obviously, she replaces monsters with more like local monsters. She assumes they have wolf beasts or whatever, and she just kind of describes uh, Erda's shenanigans. Like, did you know that she turned into a cat and she thought that she could sit on its head? So she kind of then she kind of circles back around. She's like, yeah. So no, she. I wasn't. I wasn't lying to you. She's. She's my grandmother. My grandmother. Obviously, not theirs. And. She's not all there. She was a great adventurer in her youth. She could shoot the f- the wings off a fly from halfway across town. And I was her granddaughter that got up to no good. And she gestures at- and she gestures at herself, which is obviously her clothing is bruised. And she kind of taps at her scar. And she's, you know, I got to no good, but she never abandoned me. She always took me in whenever I got into a scrap that I couldn't back out of. She always paid my bail whenever I found myself in jail. And now she's slowly losing her mind and she's determined to go on one final great adventure. And I owe that to her. And it's been, it's been great, really. We've, the team that we found, the friends we found, we've been going around just kind of battling beasts, and sometimes she's there, and she's so sharp, and you should just, you should hear the stories she so can tell, and then other times, she just kind of drifts away, and and then, and then she kind of looks like, she's like what's, your, what's your name?
3: Well, Claiborne.
5: Yeah, no, she got wind that you had some piece of artifact, and she just thought it would be a great adventure because she had to rescue, and then Next thing you know, she got away from us, and she would freaking, freaking turned into a mouse and flew onto the ship. And I was like, well, fuck it. But she's I guess my... that's where
3: I'm getting lost. Yeah. She turned into a mouse and flew on the ship.
5: Yep. she She's a druid. You
3: mean a bat? No,
5: no, no, no. Um, squeak, squeak, you know? And she, like, takes a shot, and she kind of, like, motions more, like, you know, squeaky things. The things that, like... No, know.
3: no, I understand what a mouse says. I just didn't know they could fly.
5: No, she has... As a druid, she can influence other animals. And she freaking found herself a bird, of all things. And she flew up here. Didn't you see that? I saw that. I fucking chased her halfway through town, trying to get her to land. But she heard that you were on the ship. And now she's here. And now... And she takes a shot for um, dramatic effect. Now we're here. And I just... While want my grandmother back, and I want to get her a safe place before we go on to our next adventure.
3: Well, I'll talk to the captain, then.
5: Oh, I thank mean, you so much.
3: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about taking a grandmother around on the kind of adventures it sounds like you're going on, but that's not my place to judge If if that's all there is to it. If she's just this harmless, crazy old lady, I mean... Yeah, but then, but
5: then but then Vasa sort of like elbows her and she's like, "Well, what are you talking about? I mean, sure, she's a senile grandmother, but you you can't possibly adventure alone on your own, can you? How could you do that?"
4: I
3: I just do. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I'm not an adventurer. I guess maybe that's the difference between you and me.
5: Vasa folds her arms in a very attentive... She's like, no. Then what are you? Because I see that blade on you. You know how to use it.
3: I know how to use it, but I'm a treasure hunter. My job isn't to go find adventure. My job is to avoid adventure and take everything from it.
5: No. Are you on a a treasure hunt right now?
3: And she's kind of like, yeah.
5: Really? How dangerous was it? It
3: wasn't dangerous at all, because basically... I just went and I bought the item at the, <laughs> at an auction.
5: Plaza <laughs> just like slaps the counter, just like, says, what? Th- what? That can't be it. That's it. That's all it takes.
3: Sometimes that's all it takes is just money. You don't have to fight and kill your way through everything.
5: But you're missing out because we could, you know, you could, you could join us. You could join up with us. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, she, like, she kind of she opens her, she turns to the side and she shows her own woman. She's like, because I know how to use this too, and I just think between you and me that, you know, maybe we do a little adventuring, a little treasure hunting. I think, I think we'd be pretty great. And she kind of, like, nudges her very, like, friendly leg in the side, like, yeah, yeah. And she bounces her eyebrows, yeah.
3: Do you travel outside to follow us a lot?
5: And she says, "Um, Basil goes, oh, well, we're trying. We don't really know how, but. You oh, do, okay. don't
3: you? Yeah, well, I was going to ask because you're pretty brazen in walking around with two Forged.
5: Nah. If, I, I mean, mean it's too- not
3: my business. In ter- I mean, I don't have anything against the forge, but it gets really difficult to travel with them when you go into certain kingdoms, right? So I just Ambassador- didn't know how you guys got around that.
5: And Vasa just goes, They'll like us. You'll you'll like us. I mean, you saw Roberto the 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 guy's a babe and then Tin, well she's she can take a punch. She she's useful. <laughs> no, they'll like us. <laughs> no, who wouldn't like Forged?
3: Well, how'd you get an engineer on your team?
5: Basa kinda of pauses a moment and she goes Just came with the forged. Followed the forged brand. Huh. <laughs> like I kind of saw the forged first and then he was kinda of there and I was like, ah." Yeah, you know, we're a small group, but we're, we're like family. And you look like you could use a little family.
3: Mm, I don't know about all that, but I mean, I'm not against traveling with you guys if it means we're going to. I actually, I, I like to travel. I kind of. And she takes a shot and she's like, I, I kind of have to. What do you mean? And she kind of looks around, and nobody's in the bar. And you can, you get the feeling that she hasn't talked to anybody in a long time.
5: Yeah, and Vasa's like, just like hand-in-cheek, like really just <laughs> listening.
3: And uh, she says, well, I mean, to tell you the truth, I, uh... And she looks around one more time, and she's like, I have something of a curse.
5: What? And then Vasa says... It's an ex-husband, isn't it? He must be a total <laughs> asshole.
4: <laughs>
3: and uh, she says, "No, nothing that simple. I um, I actually can't stay in one place too long. I, uh, well, I don't want to bore you with the details, but the gist no, is that
5: no, 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 this is great. You're great."
3: <laughs> um well I mean thank you but again uh, <clears throat> what it comes down to is that uh, I can't stay in one place too long otherwise things start to go wrong.
5: So <laughs> you're so you're nice? like you're like clumsy? Uh,
3: no um it really is a curse I um I did I did the right job the wrong way, and in the end, uh, I became afflicted with an actual... I'm not just trying to be coy, it's actually a curse. Uh, if I stay in one place too long, things start to go wrong, c- Kind of, it, it becomes chaotic. And it's at that point you realize that she does not normally drink.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: because she's already spilling.
0: Yo, is she yeah. talking about nightmares? And the, well, Vasa's.
5: She's kind of like she's looking at her sideways hand. Obviously, Vasa's like, sh- despite her her drinking, she's clearly like actually from uh, hungover to sober now. So that's <laughs> yeah. how she works. And then she goes, "Well, what what's what's chaos, L- lady? What what do you mean? Are are are?"
3: Last Am I going to die? Last time I tried staying in one place too long. And I don't know how long it takes for it to happen. It seems to be different every time. But I, I, I tried to settle down at one point and stop this life. And uh, it wasn't too long before there was a wildfire outside of the city. And then the water became poisoned. And then uh, the city was besieged by... Terrible creatures that were long thought destroyed um it's it's really that it's that if I stay in a place too long, the area is doomed to fall apart,
5: so you chose to step on a ship that flies in the air
3: right now, yeah, it helps I'm not in one spot,
5: oh, then Vasa can kind of like taps her hearts out. Oh. I see, I see what I see what you're doing. I see, and then she like kind of pours them. I guess in and chance, like yeah, yeah, let's toast to that. Not being in one spot.
3: <laughs> uh, she takes Come another on. shot. She takes another shot.
5: Yeah, yeah. And then
3: she, yes. Um, uh, she's gonna roll a. Uh... Yeah, she can't hide the burn. She's just like. <clears throat> <coughs>
5: Vasa laughs and like, beats her out the back. She's like, well, you, you haven't drank enough, honey, if, you, if you're doing that.
3: No, no, I don't want to get good at that. Like,
5: <laughs> oh, you have to, you have to. And then she says, but what do those creatures look like when they uh, go all cursy on you?
3: What?
5: You know, you said you're saying like sometimes these like long dead creatures come not dead uh, and they kill things. I mean, things. it was just
3: that, that in that city there was these, this group of... Uh, I don't know something about like the city had long been attacked by these twisted monstrosities of different. uh, I mean, I don't know what they were. I just know that I stayed too long and eventually those things came and they started ripping everything apart and I had to leave.
5: You ever have a, you ever have strange dreams and stuff? (laughs) I don't dream. Why not? everybody's Uh, dream i had this dream once where everybody was naked and everybody looked so good
3: (laughs) (laughs) uh i don't have those kinds of dreams so no i actually made sure i don't dream anymore
5: how do you make sure you don't dream how do you stop that
3: and she looks around and uh she reaches into her shirt and she pulls out a small little uh necklace and it's kind of it's not emerald but it, it, it's a chunk of an uh, emerald-like uh, substance. You're not really able to identify it at first, but you look at it, and it does. it's not a shard, but it definitely seems reminiscent of a shard of Stardust. Like, it's not. You can tell that it's not, but it's got that same kind of texture, that same sort of, like, broken, shattered uh, rigidness to it. And uh, she's like, this keeps me from dreaming. And then she puts it back away.
5: She's wearing it around her neck? Yeah. Yeah. Avasa kind of stares at it. And she goes, where can I get one of those?
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I took a long time to find something like this.
5: Mabasa goes, hmm. Because sometimes my grandmother wakes up at night crying because she dreams of her husband and... That's always the hardest for me. Mm-hmm. And the, that's yeah. rough. You do you know where you got those?
3: I know where I got this. Yeah, I was there. Were there were there more? No, it was just this.
5: Oh. how drunk is Claiborne right now?
3: It's hard to tell because, like, <laughs> the more drunk she, the more she drinks, the more she talks. But it uh-huh. doesn't seem like she's suffering from anything but inhibitions.
5: Uh huh. And Maso goes like, "Where was the, like, where was the most favorite place you ever traveled?"
3: You mean like the most exciting, or my favorite?
5: Your favorite. And also Vaza has like gradually gotten closer, not in like a romantic sense, but just like more friendly and scoochy, <laughs> like closed a personal space.
3: The place I would go back to if I could is Koisten, which is actually where I'm heading now. I just can't stay there.
5: Why do you? Why is it your favorite?
3: It's, I mean, have you ever been there? It's a beautiful city that overlooks a cliffside, st- which looks overlooks a beautiful ocean.
5: Oh man, you should you should show my friends and I. It. I've never, you know, I don't really know how to travel. I only ever just got into trouble in my own streets. I just I haven't been to beautiful places.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, just I'll, I'll come with you. You come with me, I guess. Like, yeah, you- yeah.
5: Yeah, friends! And she, like, makes forces another shot. Shots! Friends! Friends! No,
3: no more for me. No more no,
5: for me. No, come on. No come on. Uh, 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 you don't want to lose to me, do you? I'm already seven in. Oh, you're only I'm six. I'm not
3: in a race. I, I'm, I can't do all that. And she oh. kind of pushes the shot glass away, and she's like, oh. we're gonna head to Kosnik, and we'll catch the jump rail there, and then after that, we'll be in Coaston before too long.
5: Do you think, uh... And then, she, and then Vasa kind of slaps the table. She's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Before, uh, she's like, I totally forgot. We need to, um, you think you can talk to the captain? Get my friend and my grandma out.
3: Yeah. And she takes her time. She stands up uh, and does everything that she can, as she can. <laughs> because she's not feeling too great. But um, she slowly makes her way out of the area.
5: Vasa purposely, as she rises, um, just kind of bunch- tumbles into her not not necessarily the it's Just kind of like it would push her off balance if she was yeah. that drunk. Kind of testing her inebriation.
3: Yeah. Um. She s- seems pretty steady. All right. Yeah. But
5: yeah. But then she like laughs. And she's like, "Oh, look at us! Look at us!" And she like throws her <laughs> arm around Clayborne. She's like, "Let's go
0: get my grandmother and that robot." that, so that was some amazing schmoozing. I just that, that was to pretty say. good. And applause <laughs> for the <Yeah>. schmoozing. <laughs>
3: Yeah, after a little while, probably longer than uh, you would have liked, Ertlebee, uh you hear the door unlock and then open.
0: So Ertlebee is actually face down. Um, <laughs> she has produced some good berries and smeared them on herself as if it's blood. <laughs> so she is, she is faking <laughs> being horribly injured. So there's some red stuff all over her and she's not moving. <laughs> so- Vasa just cries out, grandmother, I'm here. Or it'll be pretends to be dead still.
3: <laughs> Claiborne's standing there in shock, and uh the captain he's just like, Well and he slowly closes the door. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. Um <laughs> And then he locks <laughs> it again.
1: No, no,
5: no. like, no, you open that door. I need to get to my grandmother. You open that door right now.
3: And he hurries up and he unlocks again and pushes the door open. He's... So
5: she pushes in and she closes the door behind her. I need to mourn. Slam.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then,
5: so, and then immediately she she kind of goes over. She's like, grandmother? Vasa?
0: Who's <laughs> with <laughs> you? <laughs> Shh. And
5: she goes and then Vasa's like, Well well, grandmother, we're uh lots has happened. Maybe it wouldn't be too bad if you stayed possibly dead. <laughs> I can do that. And then Literally and then Vasa, dead again. Vasa kinda thinks she's like, Can you turn into a rat and play dead? Sure. And then she does that. So it's like a like, little dead rat, and yeah. then Aww. and then boss is like, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep you with me, and you just stay dead until until the opportune moment."
0: All right, grandmother he raises a little paw and does like a little <laughs> paw thumbs up, but it doesn't really work because uh. they don't have opposable thumbs, so just like one finger lifts. So it's just like she she, yeah, she she does the world walker <laughs> symbol, <Yeah. laughs> and then she's right. she, like like. Bleh. X's on her eyes, tongue
1: sticking
0: out. Good
4: berries smeared everywhere. So
0: now Vasa's uh, cupping
5: little fake dead Ertelby rat body. But before she goes to the door, can she really quickly scan the room, see see if there's any obvious jewelry, gems, or gold that's out in the open? or
3: The most valuable thing you see is probably the thing you don't want to try and take, because it's a massive crossbow.
5: Okay, but are there any coin pouches, little stacks of gold coins anywhere? No, no. And Vasa does say that she's like out loud. Damn.
3: <laughs>
5: and um, so she kind of like draws in her breath and she kind of like pinches her cheeks a little bit. Kind of like does a little, all right, let's get in the mood, let's get in the mood. And then she, when she opens the door, she just goes, my,
2: my grandmother, look. And she
5: holds up this like little rat body. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and she holds it
5: up to Claymore and she's, the rat, she's like, what did you do to my grandmother? <laughs>
3: She's just staring, she has nothing And the cat like, that. like what, Why is she, what happened Why is she a rat No
5: she just, as I touched her She just shriveled down into her dead rat form It was her favorite because she had Pat rats at home But my grandmother, why did she die Why did you lock a poor old crazy old Woman to a room by herself Why <laughs> Why would you do They're that They're both
3: just standing there, they've got nothing How
5: could you <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: I want my money she, back. <laughs> <laughs> like she, like
5: she was priceless, but possibly worth 200 gold. but priceless! <laughs>
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> and then she just kind of like, she, she goes, I don't, I don't know what to do, I, I lost my grandmother, I, I don't know what to do. Uh, And she's like looking at Gideon. She's like she occasionally looks at the Gideon and Claverman just to like kind of see. But not. They're both just
3: speechless. Like Gideon eventually uh, gets himself together, and he's like, "If there's anything you need, uh, uh, let us know."
5: Maybe a really good suite or, or bedroom that you have here, and and I just, I don't know if I have enough gold to pay for her burial, because I, I did everything that I could just to get on the ship to save her, and I was too late! <laughs> My
2: grandmother!
3: Yeah, um, we'll get the crew together and get you a good room, um... My condolences.
5: I don't have enough gold to bury her.
3: Well, okay, well, you're not going to bury her on the ship, so just come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> <Harsh>.
1: <laughs> he
3: he kind of slowly escorts you away. And Muscles
5: like, is like, "But what about what about my forge, Roberto? Is he dead, too? Oh, my God, is he dead, too? Where is he? We got to we'll get him out check right on now.
3: Him. We'll go check on him.
5: Vasa in the meantime slumps against Clayborne just to like really just look for condolences. Well, no, she like, steps
3: away. She doesn't want any. Like, she's <laughs> she's back to realizing how terrible people are. Like her interaction is.
5: So, Vasa's like,
3: damn. Well, no, not like she's not like ew. Okay. Like she's just like she does not know how to interact with people. So the moment you like try to collapse on her, she's like, whoa.
5: Vasa just kind of slumps. She's like, it's okay. We'll work on that. And then so she like <laughs> she she tucks she tucks little dead Erdelebe into one of her pockets. Okay. Very, very
3: tearfully. <laughs> Alright, so uh, the captain comes into the engineering room and uh, he says, uh, You two. Yes. And he's, yeah, he's pointing to you. It's like the floors look great, all the boxes are in different places. No one's sure <laughs> yep. if that's better or worse. We high
1: five.
3: But he's like, Uh. <laughs> Yeah, be, <laughs> it he's like, uh, yeah, come upstairs with me. As you're heading upstairs, he's like, I'm sorry to break the news to you, but, uh, I'm not gonna pretend I know how. Uh, but, uh, that old lady you came up here for is dead.
1: No! He <laughs> so kills our to grandmother?
3: And he says, No. Uh, apparently she was so crazy she thrashed around my room until she killed herself. <laughs>
1: I don't really know. Don't know. That at the setting of that, Bramblestone puts it together that that's probably a <gasps> ruse. <There's... laughs> yeah, Bramblestone would would be originally really heartbroken that B is dead, but hearing that thrashed around with others, like that. way, he puts it together, <laughs> so he's like, "Oh no, how awful!" <laughs> he's kind of just Surely looking at t- you. Take us to her, right? Right. Right? We should go see her, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
3: Hold on. He stops. <laughs> he <turns laughs> oh my around. god,
1: guys! I'm gonna kill you if you break the roof for me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: he just kind of stares at Brumblestone.
1: Emotions are awkward. <laughs> He's
2: still staring.
1: <laughs> cry.
2: Cry, Brummelstone. Cry.
1: Br- Brummelstone.
2: Can I can I Tin, Tin is gonna step on his toes to get him to try and
1: <laughs> cry.
3: Wait right here. But he uh, he walks away from you guys.
1: Is there anybody else around? No. <laughs> he just goes upstairs. <laughs>
2: uh
1: we should uh, go somewhere else.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going really here. <laughs> um, we should try and uh, we should just fall like go where he went, and then just pretend we're just so grieved that like we don't know how to follow instructions.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a good plan.
3: Uh, so you're just following him?
2: <laughs> yeah, we're just we're just like what? <laughs>
3: He he just doesn't care. He's letting you follow him. Um, <laughs> he's going to his uh, quarters. And then he stops and turns around and kind of stares at Brummelstone again. And he's like, how are you holding up?
1: It's hard. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't she wasn't my grandmother but and Brummel's home would get really serious like when someone you love just disappears from time you can never forget them and it really hurts you know like he would start be thinking yeah. of his real family there yeah. and he would so he would really summon up those emotions
3: he's conflicted by like, how much you opened up versus the nonsense that the words are comprised of. And he's (laughs) conflicted as to uh, where he ends up emotionally, but he says, just wait right here. And he goes inside uh, his quarters.
1: Wait, can't we see her?
3: Uh, Her body? um, She she turned into a mouse and uh, your friend picked her up and went to one of our suites.
1: Well, where are those? Can we go there? Sure.
3: Just wait a second. And he goes inside the uh, quarters for a minute. (laughs) And then he comes back out. And it looks like he has, like, red juice on his fingers. (laughs) Shit.
1: Uh-oh. Oh,
2: Oh, God. Ten is, like, trying to keep it together. (laughs) It's like... (laughs)
3: He's just looking at you, and he pu- he slowly brings his fingers up, and he's just like, "This is apparently your grandmother's blood."
2: She's a very sweet old lady.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't win him over. Nothing will. <laughs> oh. <gasps> That's that's the name of the podcast right there. <laughs> Sweet old lady. She's apparently.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
3: Oh fuck! All right. Um, <laughs> he just looks like he's beside himself, and he's like, "Let me take you up to the suite." And he just starts walking forward.
2: Can we? Can and I high five again? his back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we think we're doing we're like great. The, yeah. yeah,
2: we're like the least charismatic, we're like the least persuasive, and we're nailing this.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. Alright, so... uh, There's a knock on your door, Vasa.
5: So Vasa, um, I'm assuming since it's a nicer suite, because oh, she's yeah. a she's a grieving family member, she was by the window, her back to it, and she was actually like, during the time that they were going around, she was actually like whispering to Erdbi, bringing her up to speed about like the story, the general gist, and like even what Claiborne is or was doing and the idea. No particular plan, just kind of bringing her up to speed. So in the moment she hears the knock, she kind of um, she's like she like looks around with a little kick, and then she uh, she tucks Ertl, tucks Ertl B away, and then she goes, "Come in."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so the door slowly opens. And the captain hands in his pocket uh, steps in with Tin and uh, Brummelstone.
5: Yeah, and then Vasa rushes forward and just sort of like she thinks, she like she looks as if she's gonna collapse on, on Brummelstone, but she's like, oh, that's, such a, that's such a distance. So she goes for Tin instead.
2: She's like, Tin! Grandma died! Uh, tin goes in for the hug and is just like, I know! We saw her blood! <laughs> <laughs>
5: and then, and then Vasa like Sniffles really hard. He's like, uh, "Captain Gideon, where's my other friend?"
3: He slowly brings his hand out of his pocket. His fingers are covered in a red juice.
5: And Vasa's like, "What did my other friend die to?" <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: More blood on his hands
3: He shuts the door And takes a seat on the bed And just sighs Guys it's going perfectly (laughs) I am desperately trying to figure out What your end game is here
5: And Vasa's like end game My grandma just died My world is upside
2: down What do you mean
3: Why are you here
2: Can I like Whisper to Vasa and be like, "I think we need to tell the truth
5: now." <laughs> and Vasa whispers back,
2: "Did anybody
5: see you guys come in here?"
3: Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> yes, several people. He's just watching guys whisper at each other. <laughs> oh, like.
2: oh, can I? I want. I'm gonna go stand by the door so that he can't like make a run for it or anything. Not that I plan on doing anything. It's just a
1: precaution. <laughs> sure. Wait, uh, just to clarify, uh, Roberto's not dead, right? (laughs) 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 No. doesn't quite understand. (laughs) Now he's, like, genuinely worried about his brother.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Just come on, guys. Like, you had it made. What are you trying to do here?
5: Vasa sighs deeply, and she just goes, Captain... I wasn't lying when I said we were poor, and I wasn't lying when I said she was our grandmother. We are adventurers, and we just wanted to go for to a new world, and we couldn't really afford it. And then you guys were taking off, and I, and our grandmother came here first, and she was like, oh, guys, I'll lead the way, but she, well, she's a little now, She forgot that we couldn't turn into mice, so that we had to convince the gambler to take us here but now we're together and all we want is just to travel to another place and continue our adventure. I'm sorry that we've pulled such elaborate schemes.
3: <laughs> it's just kind of size. And he says, I just want you guys, you guys were on the ship.
5: Amaz says, I'm sorry. We've created so much trouble for it. You're right. We are here and we already paid for our way. Like we won't create any more trouble. We just want to be on the ship and get off at of the next port and continue our way. We're so sorry.
3: Just don't leave the room. Um, He walks over and he kind of looks at Tin. and he's like, will you please move out of the way?
2: I kind of glance over at everyone else for any signals or... (laughs) Uh, I'll step out of the way.
3: (laughs) And he uh, walks out the door and shuts the door.
2: And then Fasa
5: brings out little V.
1: Yeah.
5: Oh, she's, like, she's like, Grandmother,
0: you can you can drop the act.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> his little then, mouse then, sticking its tongue out.
0: Yeah, yeah she feels like the, he's striking new death poses.
5: <laughs> 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 and then uh, Vasa kind of brings Brummelstone um, uh, and Tiny Tin up to speed on what she learned about Claiborne and sort of this whole story she has sold to Claiborne so far.
3: Halfway through the story, the door opens and Roberto walks in. Yeah. They will not give you your stuff back. But they did let you join the group. Oh, these
4: guys are getting and the worst like, review up. on TripAdvisor. Just...
1: <laughs> <laughs> this Airbnb
4: is not getting mine. <laughs> <laughs> took away my cat. There was no in-flight meal. The magazines were terrible. <laughs> 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 not having it ever again.
3: How, is, how, are, you, how are
4: you guys?
3: thanks for listening to episode 20 she was a sweet old lady if you'd like to help support the podcast you can leave us a review on itunes follow us at world walkers pod on facebook or twitter or consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com worldwalkers by becoming a patron you gain access to art early and exclusive episodes and the world walkers campaign guide which includes new backgrounds such as the gunslinger I want to thank Kevin McLeod over at incompetech.com for the music you heard in this episode, along with Sirenscape, who provided the sound effects you heard. You can find Sirenscape at sirenscape.com.
1: BubbleSome is like beaming with a little bit of pride. He can't wait to tell Vasa how well he did. It's like, I saw the plan and I rolled with it. It was, Tin was on point.
2: Yeah. Triumph start. Paige, we lost Pedro's yeah.
1: face.
2: So- <laughs> he glitched out. <laughs> it's like podcast
5: <laughs> over. <laughs> oh no. We beat the GM guys, we
2: beat the game. Yeah. We had a critical hit on his funny boat Natural 20
3: It's just kind of size And he says I just want you guys You guys were on the ship Everything was good Why are you faking an old woman's death?
5: And Voss says Well I actually thought that my grandmother did die She's very fragile But I kind of maybe found out five minutes ago that maybe she didn't die but I really did think she died because you locked her in a room and one time I left her on a chair alone and then she fell off and hit her head so I really did think
2: that maybe she died I
3: thought the chair had come back for her
2: (laughs) (laughs) to finish the job she can't
1: handle a chair she's definitely not capable of a bed (laughs) Furniture Earl's
2: like, great Earl like, greatest movie. Um yeah, that's right. She she is built pretty light for a forge. so uh,
4: I wanna know that backstory.
2: <laughs> You'll have to pay in Patreon to
4: find <laughs> Patreon.com slash WorldWalkers WorldWalkers <laughs> oh <my
2: God. laughs> I just have that
5: blast every 15 seconds the
4: <laughs> um, No like you, you're not allowed to say Patreon anymore you just you have to say entire URL every yeah.
5: time Yeah and it's like it's like for, for a version of this podcast without this advertisement donate yeah. to the Patreon
4: <laughs> like, Can you imagine like every five minutes during the D&D we like we say like oh it's like we just advertise it like subtly and like we put it into our um, into our dialogue <laughs> It's it's like, oh, right thank there. you,
5: Captain. I'm your Patreon. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, my God. That's, that costs five gold? That's almost as much as the Patreon.com. Right. So
3: sure. Yeah. I hope I get some sweet rewards like I do over at Patreon.com. <laughs> I wanted to learn banjo just to be the metal banjo band. <laughs>
0: That just sounded bad. Not sound speed metal at all. That was Perfect. All right, we've learned a valuable lesson today.
3: I guess. What? Are you saying the answer is no? Uh,
0: for s- speed metal ukulele, I
4: <laughs> I defer to the experts. <laughs>